Hi, welcome to another episode of Photos with Sharita podcast. We are here today with very special guests who know everything about your iPhone and taking photos. Kim and Tamara share so many great tips in this podcast. I know you're going to love learning how to use your iPhone and its camera in much better ways. Don't let technology be the boss of you. Listen in now. Welcome back to Photos with Sharita podcast. I'm here today with Rita. Hey, Rita. Hi, Shara. I should say I'm Shara Humphreys, but people know that, right, if they're clicking to listen. We are here today with our guests and uh, really business friends, Kim and Tamara, who are in Ohio. And these ladies are going to be so much fun uh, talking about iPhones, all things iPhones. But I want to tell you a little about them. Um, ladies, you can hear me. You're here. Hello. Yeah, hello. 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 All right. Well, they are business partners like Rita and I are. So that's really um, fun to do this business together in the photo organizing world. So they are friends that had been volunteering and organizing several large fundraisers where they live. And they discovered they had a mutual love of many things, including art, knitting, Broadway, and biking. And then they created this partnership with Pixel Winks. And we'll <laughs> you're the you're the is that what you call yourself? Sometimes. Depends upon our mood. <laughs> okay. All right. So they uh will we'll put a link to their website in the show notes, uh on Photos with Sharita. But they help people curate and preserve their family photo archives. They have photo consulting services and they have you know Sometimes I swear it's easier to ask someone to tell their story a little bit um, than me reading a bio. Um, hmm. So I'm going to do that because as everyone who listens to our podcast knows, we don't script this. So, Kim, tell about you and then how you got together. You know, share your background a little bit and how this happened. Uh, my background, I went to CCAD um, in an advertising design um, major, and I freelanced full-time for a while doing design for corporations and for just clients just around, and I did that for well over 10 years, and then I had kids, and so I stayed home for a little bit and stopped working for a little bit, but then uh, I met Tamara um, at school where our kids go in first grade, and we were working in the art room, and we started doing um, big fundraising projects together, and and we didn't kill each other. That was always the key. <laughs> yes, and, and after a few years, we were uh, just we're like we we should do something together. We we work really well. We're yin yang. We you know and and uh, um it uh, working with freelance. I worked by myself for those. Uh, those years and I just didn't want to go back to working by myself. I wanted to work with, with somebody and bounce ideas off and have fun and, and all that. So it seemed, and my husband has a small business. So I know that being partnered, uh, with a small business is a marriage. And, um, I thought about it for a long time and I know she was kind of scared and, but I asked her to join, you know, to join forces, forces, forces. and, and, um, <laughs> Uh, we're here six years later, so it's it's been fun. Yeah. Well, I'm going to let Tamara go first and tell her version of the partnership, <laughs> um, because there are always two sides, and and but 
I want to say that you did not stop working when you had kids. I just want to throw that out there to any moms who are listening. So oh, you said you that. And right. I didn't. You I were didn't. a lot but you just didn't, you weren't freelancing, right? I mean, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a mom advocate. So that I just, I need to clarify that to moms who are listening. And that's, you know, all they do is be a mom, raise yeah. human beings, right? Like no big yeah. deal. Okay. <laughs> all right. And uh, yeah. And what you said about working by yourself, that's exactly Rita and I too, being on our own for many years in business. And then, and Rita said she didn't want to go back to that. And I said, uh, me neither. And this is way more fun with a partner. So love that. Tamara, what, what's your story about the partnership? Did she get it wrong or right? <laughs> oh, well, she got it mostly right now. <laughs> um, we met, certainly I worked for, back in the day, I worked at IBM. And until I, you know, also had children and then Kim and I worked together on these projects and we always really enjoyed that time together. And we, we were kind of yin and yangy as far as how we worked together. And so Kim had always created, um, annual albums and, and organized her own photos. And she said, you know, I think that this might be a good thing to do for other people. And that was during the time when um, everyone started taking photos on their phones and never deleting a single one. And, uh, and that world, that digital world just kept growing and growing. And so we decided to kind of give it a try and, and haven't stopped in about six years. And, um, we realized in our business when working with our clients that a lot of them don't know how to use these little mini computers, these phones that they have in their hands and they feel really, um, intimidated by them. And so we ended up developing several classes locally to show people how to use their phones and be comfortable with them and feel empowered and, you know, use that technology mostly for good. So love that. Love that. And we know from our own experience and working with clients that the phone is really where we walk in and start too to make sure that it's doing what it's supposed to be doing and all the features that are hidden that people don't know and they walk out of the store and and we think you know that phone is that tiny computer it is in their hands now instead of it really being a phone remember when it was just a phone and uh, we made calls on it yeah yeah so we love that uh kind of the iPhone is your specialty but before we get into that and you're going to give our listeners some tips about how they can use their iPhone for greater good, right? And in their photos and feel like they control the phone and stuff. You know, we always say technology is not the boss of me. So um, we want them to boss their iPhone around too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So before we do that, we always love to hear just from each guest that we have, uh, how many photos are on your camera roll? <laughs> I'll tell the truth. <laughs> I have 5,244. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I have more than that. <laughs> okay. So you have 5,000. How many? <laughs> I have 14,779. Nice. Nice. So <laughs> I, we don't know our number um, just because we don't, but I'm just going to go. I'm in between that. So nice. Yeah. Um, and recently, uh-huh. I don't know her number, but I'm sure it's very tidy. She she organizes and deletes on her phone much more than I do. But um, she and and we should really be clear here on this podcast that Rita is an Android user. But we uh-huh. have 
we have allowed her to be on here to, to wow. you know, <laughs> to learn. I mean, because that she has to help clients with their iPhone. This is a shame-free zone. Oh, so <laughs> judgment-free, judgment-free. Sorry. Judgment but, free, I yeah. mean, we should tell our listeners that the truth, yeah. right? Android. And that's a nice little, you know, business partner marriage, too, because she's Windows and Android, and I'm Mac and iPhone. Right. Mm, so exactly, and that's us too. I'm or I was totally PC, um, and Kim was Mac, and I've learned to use the Mac and my iPhone. I didn't have an iPhone initially, and Kim has learned some about PC, and it's great to stay up on that technology. And that is one of the questions that we always ask our clients in our classes: is um, how many photos do you have on your phone? And many of them don't know how to tell us that answer. And that right. always, they don't even know where to look. They do not. <laughs> we get that. Okay. Yeah. So one other, just on more of a personal note and photos, um, you sent us a favorite photo of yourself that people will see on our show notes page. Uh, and tell us a little bit more about that photo and why you picked it. Uh, we picked, well, the first photo we picked was a biking photo. Kim and I um, have done several or more than several charity uh, bike rides together. And we had a good friend that was going through breast cancer who wanted to do a local charity ride called Pelotonia in Columbus. And so we got the crazy idea, instead of riding 25 miles or 50 miles, we should try to ride 100 miles. And nice. this is, yeah, yeah. You know, a group of people that had not, you know, we'd all biked, but we hadn't, we biked. did not have a road bike. We did not have a road bike. Um, mm. We did not know the appropriate snacks. We did not know any of those things. We went to the hills of Southern Ohio and we learned about a, a road called Snorton Ridge Hollow, where we learned that we really didn't know anything about riding hills. And, um, that you have to sometimes accept the help of strangers in trucks who will put your bike in the back when you realize you have to be home in an hour and you are nowhere near your car. (laughs) So uh, we learned a lot about kindness of people and biking and community and it was crazy, but we do a lot of biking together when we can and um, we have great bike trails near us, and so it's always fun, and it's always been something that has tied us together, I think. So people that visit the show notes page will see your happy faces on the bike ride that maybe <laughs> you didn't complete, right? You, okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure which one this is. Well, yeah. depends on your definition of complete. All right. All right. Well, you went one way. It was a one-way bike ride, not round trip, maybe. <laughs> Good. Sounds like you guys have a lot of fun working together. As uh, and I just I like the fact that we have partner guests on because um, it's rare to find a partnership that works. Um, you know, and and women working together, it just it makes us all stronger. I I love that. I'm just a huge advocate for that. So let's get into some nitty gritty for our listeners about those iPhones that they're carrying around that they love the can you know you take the you take pictures with the camera you have with you and now in this day and age it's an iPhone and or an Android Rita I'm not could, I'm I want to remember that and Android people still exist and my son won't do an iPhone either so you know we have there's one in every family I feel like because, Rita your kids have iPhones right yes 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 because- let me share with you why. Okay. So 
my daughter always wanted the iPhone. So when she got to be, I think in high school, she got, that was her phone. And my son was always Android. But then he was pretty certain he was being excluded from a friend group. And he was, <laughs> he was feeling like he was not going to have an adequate amount of friends in college. So he really needed an iPhone. And we thought that was so funny until he actually showed me one day on his phone, which I never knew, that in a series of texts, you can see which ones are coming in from those who have Apple mm -hmm. and then which ones are coming in from those who are on Android. Yeah. And so I thought that was very interesting. It was like it showed up green if it was Android right. and then blue if and it was blue. Apple. And I was like, now I get it. So not so you were being like it was on display that you were an Android user. So so, <laughs> so which anyway. some kind of like iPhone Android bullying text maybe or the peer pressure the peer pressure <laughs> to have the text. It's a little bit weird. Yeah. So it in Android bizarre. Android you cannot tell that. Is that correct? Do you you just is, do that all texts look the same? All texts look the same. The only um the thing that the Apple users can use that we I message. Well, no, yeah. no. When there's a text, you guys can love or like a message, and oh. then it pops up in my feed that friends are loving and liking a message. And for me to be able to pretend that I was an Apple user, I could cut and paste it and then just put loved. Um, okay. But I come it's in. It's a lot of work. I right come here. in green, so I'm already exposed. So yeah, yeah um, totally. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, wow, wow. So the kids. Cool. <laughs> The kids do have Apple, and we have Android, and we can't track their phone, and we're fine with that. Um, I just pray more, you know, since I can't track them. Yeah. <laughs> See? So I'm doing some personal development since I don't have there an iPhone. <laughs> so much to learn about someone by phone habits, right, and their, and their type of phone. But um, And my son will tell us that his Android phone takes better pictures, by the way, than the iPhone. So we've got some competition here and this peer pressure stuff. But for the sake of today's podcast, we're going to talk all things iPhone because you guys really do specialize in it. And you've, you've developed some courses and and uh you know we might say coming soon there might be a course and we'll, we might have to do another podcast about it but what we want what i want to know is you know you said the first thing you do with people is find out how many pictures are on their camera roll and that's when they you know you ask them that and then they don't know and that but what's the, what is like your number one thing that you want to teach them um in terms of good iPhone habits with their photos, right? I mean, there's so many things to do on a phone now because it is literally a small computer. The 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 phone is bigger than my first Mac, maybe my second Mac too, you know, in terms of hard drive space. And people don't really think that there's a hard drive in there, but I'm a Mac right. user from way long ago dating myself and, you know, 512K might be embarrassing. Okay. Go on. Well, one of the things that um, when we teach our classes, we want to give people the confidence or help them see that it's not such an overwhelming um, piece of equipment or a phone. And we want to show them how they can find information on their phone. And we teach them a lot about uh, going into settings. And um, I have a brain that can't always remember all the details. And so one main thing is we 
show them all the information that they can find out about their phone, including their camera or taking pictures, but also just what size phone they have, how many photos they have, if they're connected, how to use functions like AirDrop or other things. But there's a hidden search at the top of settings that if you slide your, if you go into settings and you slide down a little bit, there's a search function and I can never remember where all these different functions are. And so you just type in there, um, say you wanted to do camera. If I typed in camera, it would take me, it would pull up any place within my settings where camera exists, the word camera. And then that could help them get to that information that they're searching for and it'd be a little bit more um, confident in where they find that information. And if you do that, you can find all kinds of settings about your camera. You can take videos in smaller sizes. You can um, optimize your photos, which just means having a smaller photo on your phone if you don't have enough space. There's all kinds of information that kind of hides in settings that people are really uh, don't aren't aware and aren't comfortable looking for. Yeah, because the Apple interface, one of the things about Apple and their design is to make it this really kind of zen experience that it's beautiful. But I always laugh and say and hidden, right? Like even on the computer when they ship it, you can't find the hard drive if there is one, if you buy right. a new one, because that's they have all the settings off on that. And so when I walk in to a client with a Mac, I change all their settings right away. I'm like, let me do a couple things here that I think will help you. So the right. same thing with the phone, really, right. and, and that settings. And so, slide, you know, swiping down in almost anywhere you are on the iPhone, you get that little secret hidden surprise. Uh -huh. so right? No, yeah. that's, uh, yeah. So I did it while you were talking uh, under my settings just to see. And the first one that comes up is camera and privacy, which is very um, important to me. And, you know, I was like looking at my settings now. So thank you. Uh, it just reminded me to do it. Yeah, because I forget to. So helping them get their settings right and, you know, getting to know their phone in an easier way, showing them that it doesn't have to be this beast that is, it oh, just feels wow. scary that, you know, we say technology is not the boss of me. So that, um, yeah, getting them familiar with it mm -hmm. and, and, and remembering that. A family member that has purchased or selected a phone for particularly a grandmother or something, and they really have, they weren't involved in the purchase. And so they don't have, they haven't learned the skills or spent really a lot of time. They want, you know, they know how to text and maybe, uh, make a call, but they don't really realize all the other functions that are available for them. Sure. Sure. And certainly for, uh, you know, a certain generation of, you know, an age, you know, the phone used to be just to make calls and then yeah. it surprises them with so many other things it can do. And, right. uh, and the screens are bigger and better and I mean, beautiful, you know, but yeah. So a lot to learn that way. How about in terms of the camera itself? Do you, what do you all share? Um, with people about taking better pictures, do you do you go down that route at all? We do. I was going to say one of the main things that people don't realize they should do when they take a picture is tap in the center of the picture to focus it on the subject. <laughs> and so it's auto focus. Auto focus is on there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tap in the middle to focus it, and that improves their pictures dramatically. And the other thing folks don't really realize is that if you hold down the button on taking a picture, mm -hmm. that you will take 
seven, eight, nine, ten pictures at once, which will also eat up all the memory on your phone. Well, if and you, if you let your phone rest too, you, you let your finger rest too long on that button, you've it, just taken yes. multiple photos. <laughs> and if if they have a small phone, that adds up. <laughs> that adds okay. Up. So asking asking for a friend, does anyone have relatives that um, post blurry pictures on Facebook because they don't know that they could autofocus? Um, I'm not. I am going to remain silent. Okay. <laughs> All right. I just I see that, and I I don't know what to say or how to tell them because it, it feels it feels a little bossy, and I'm like, wow, yeah. someone should tell them that, but maybe not me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just wondered. All right. So that I mean, listen, people, these are those are great tips and for people who didn't know it and really it's of all different ages. It's not Absolutely. some of the millennia some of the millennials who are not taking okay, there's none of them, but you know, younger yeah. people that aren't selfieing themselves to death and Instagram right. and all that. They still don't know features. I, I can surprise my 20-something kids sometimes. Is I'm like, give me your phone. Did you not know it does this? So, you know, they don't know everything. But it is definitely in the baby boomer generation of um, learning those things, the settings, um, to do that search in settings for sure. And then remember that you just tap your screen lightly once and you will um, have an autofocus on there for less uh, or fewer blurry pictures and maybe let up on the button so you don't take accidentally seven to 20 pictures of the same thing in right. rapid no, succession. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Nice. Nice. I like that. Okay. Uh, Rita, how about any other questions with the iPhone? Because, you know, I know you want to help people with the iPhone or help your children, even though you don't need to know how to use one. <laughs> well, I, I do help my clients and I'm not, um, you know, the phones at the end of the day, just like Windows and Mac users, there's a lot of similarities. And there are a lot of similarities between the iPhone and Android phones. So I think regardless of which phone you're using, we have the swipe down. It just gives you different information. Mm -hmm. um, my my question, though, is, and I've seen this before, normally, and I'm, I'm not a big selfie taker, but a lot of people are, and improving your selfies it is a nice thing for for users out there. For the iPhone, is there are there multiple ways to take a selfie, not having to do the normal press your finger on the camera? We all know that one, but using some of the other buttons or actually waving are those features that you can use on the iPhone. Is that a way to take a better selfie? I love taking a selfie with the timer. I usually okay. there's a three second and a ten second timer on there. Um, we do that a lot when we do a group shot. Um, and then there's oh, yeah, you can tell her yeah. it's at the top um, and it looks like a uh, it looks like a timer and you sure. just tap on there and it says three seconds, ten seconds, and then it says off. So you can do that as well. And it depends also what what phone specifically you have. Um, if you have an iPhone X or if you have an iPhone right. 8, um, I have an iPhone 8 and I can tap the uh, volume up button, which can take a more steady uh, selfie, if you like. Um, and that would be different depending upon your software or on the type of iPhone that you have. So those are all good things as well. 
Nice. I think those are great tips because I know many people are not aware of those different options and trying to hold the phone and press the button to your point and not have it be blurry. So I love the timer idea. The Android also has a timer. So I think that that's a, a good win. And I think my other question is in regards to storage for the photos when you take them. We all pretty many, pretty much all people know that there is iCloud backup. But if you're not going to use uh, the iCloud, who do you, what do you recommend for a backup for your photos? I mean, is it iCloud total recommendation because they're iPhone users and they're in the Apple ecosystem? Do you just keep them in there? No, no, there are many options. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's a list. And, you know, yeah. you know, some people, as far as their photos, they would use um, a Dropbox. Uh, Dropbox and SmugMug both have apps that you can use to back up your phone. You could also just plug your phone into iTunes mm-hmm. uh, to back up and keep a copy on your um, computer. Um, I use iCloud. I'm trying to think. You you do I, go through iTunes, I believe. I go through iTunes, and I also airdrop. I do it the old manually. I airdrop a lot of photos that I just want, and then I just put them on the computer in their folder um, as, as well, as far as backing them up. But then they just also go to the cloud, and they also go to backlays. Some people right. do backlays. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the reason I had the reason I had asked is because uh, Sharon and I put together a three simple ways to back up your uh, phone photos for both Android and iPhone users. And one of our favorite options, which you mentioned, was Dropbox, and it really was because it helped it renames the photos with the date. Oh, oh nice! That's such a big piece when people are taking so many photos today. It's like we don't always remember when you start looking back over the past years. Was that in 2006 or seven? Were they seven or eight? You know, your kids, they start to look those certain years where your kids are like, I can't remember exactly what age they were. If you've got the date in front of the photo, we all know that as photo organizers, it's so helpful. So that's always one of our recommendations is to use Dropbox for that key feature. And right. especially, especially if you're working with someone who has 14,000 photos on their phone. I don't know. Like that. I mean, I'm saying, I mean, I just threw that number out and then I realized it might be. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that with Dropbox. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, or five or six, 7,000, whatever it is, whatever the number is. 14,000 photos. And I don't know if you guys have ever talked about this tip before. If you're just in your album that has all of your photos, whether it's camera roll or if it's all photos, another one of those little secret hidden tips is if you want to go to your oldest photo, technically, that's on your phone, if you tap at the top, kind of around where the time is on your phone, if you tap at the top, it'll take you to the very first photo that is on your camera roll or on your all photos album. Nice. That's a great tip. Here, I have a question about something on the iPhone that we know we encounter all the time. Tell, share live photos and should they turn that off? Live photo, that feature? Live photos is great if you're trying to catch something quick that's happening. Um, but I find it, 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 at least Apple has kind of caught up and um, 
enabled you to sort of turn it off or save just one of the 10 live photos. But a lot of users don't know that that is even turned on. Option. And yeah, so right. that's also taking up. So isn't it, is it on by default and they need to turn it off or, or is it not? I don't. Yeah. Yeah. And anytime you update your phone, once again, I I tell uh, clients to go through and check your settings again because it seems that things get turned on and turned off. They don't. The settings aren't necessarily maintained. And sometimes you can turn it on and off in the in the camera app, and sometimes it's in the settings app. So you have to it changes. Yeah. Okay. And so the purpose of live photos for let's just say older people talking about myself um, is if I was at a sporting event or something, you know, my kids playing basketball back in the day, would I, is that, when, when else do I want like that rapid burst of all? What if you I, hold the phone, if you hold the button down for your camera, you can do rapid bursts. A lot of kids really like the live photos because they can do fun repeat things. Okay. With it. That kind of stuff. So, so it's a it's a nice social media feature that they then put that stuff on somewhere else. Okay, nothing uh, that I probably ever need. Yeah, good to know. <laughs> and if if I go back to that tap at the top thing, that works in um it mm-hmm. works in email, it works in messages, it works in voicemails, it works in many many different places. It's just one of those little hidden features that Apple has. So. You guys are iPhone gurus. I mean, you guys really, not, this isn't just about photos. We need to, like, I mean, it's photos with Sharita as the podcast, but we need just an, just a special edition of, you know, all the hidden things in the iPhone. Yeah. This is good stuff. All right, Rita, anything else you want to ask before we say goodbye to Kim and Tamara? And, you know, maybe we have to have them back for, you know, another series. <laughs> I think I, I – no, I don't have anything else to ask. I think they did a great job covering a lot of nice yeah. listeners. So thanks for all those great tips. We love talking to you, and I hope we get to do it again sometime, ladies. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That would be awesome. Thanks for having us on, and it was lovely. All right, and for everyone listening, remember, just go to photoswithsharita.com, show notes, and you'll get links to things that they recommend and that we recommend. And if you don't already have it, we have the free backup guide, Three Simple Ways to Back Up Your Phone Photos. That's our number one concern when we start with any client is, gosh, just back up your phone. And so we have three ways to do that. And... Of course, we design that you get to choose Android or iPhone, right? You don't, you don't have, it's not an iPhone free guide. We have an Android version as well. Thank you, Rita, for, you know, representing for the Android users, even though there's only a few. Uh, yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. And, uh, we'll catch you on the next podcast episode. Great. Thanks. Thanks, ladies.